today? Good. Good. Is this kind of fun? Uh-huh. Yeah? I need to be football. Okay. We'll turn up the volume when we get down through it. But you told me today in the car that you had something that you wanted to talk about. What? What did you want to talk about? I want to do it. You want to talk about ring pops? Uh-huh. Yeah? Mm-hmm. What do you like about ring pops? Because they're like a sugary. They're sugary? Uh-huh. What do they taste like? Wombat. They, they taste, taste like, like wombats. wombats. <laughs> All right. Well, for everybody who's just joining us, this is the Batir We Go podcast. We've got a very, very special guest today. He is tired. young. He's tired. It's I'm almost. It's almost his bedtime. It's not. It's not it's almost not his bedtime. bedtime. He is excited to be on the show. Mr. Guest, can you introduce yourself? What's Who your, are you? What's your name? How old are you? Three. You're three years old? Yeah. Do you have a favorite color? Do you have a favorite color? Are you spitting? <laughs> hey, it's okay. Just wipe it on your sleeve. Okay, Jacob, I have a very important question what? for you. Who is your favorite superhero? Your favorite thing to watch on your tablet? Nothing. Nothing? Not even Scooby-Doo? I like Scooby-Doo. I like that Eagle movie. Oh, the Eagle movie? I like that one. What is the Eagle movie? Yeah, probably. It's a scary movie. What do they do in the Eagle movie? You want it to be up? If you want it a little louder, you have to move a little closer to it. All right, we're going. We had, but here we go, Junior, and it's been, what is it, like an hour and a half, two hours later? It is. <laughs> We've put Jake down to bed. Yep. We've watched Survivor, and now we're here. I would say that was... I think it was as, as successful as you expected. <laughs> I I went in. I think I think I was. I think I met expectations and exceeded some expectations. Right, right. Here's the problem: whatever expectations were had didn't matter because daylight savings happened on Sunday morning. Yeah, we did not prepare for that. Right, and that I mean, it's never a fun time. And I don't know if you feel the same way. I feel like this daylight savings has hit Jake the worst than any daylight savings that we've had. And it's almost backwards. Like he's waking up early and he's going to bed later. Right. I think it's because he is also in this weird transitional stage where he's giving up naps, but he still kind of needs naps. And so like the lack of sleep... The fact that he's not used to slash doesn't really want to take a nap, but like this is like a time where you legitimately need a nap. It's just like so throwing weird. them all over the place. So he yeah. was extra fussy today. But I was I was almost expecting something to break or at least <laughs> something to get smacked really hard. Right, right, right. There were a few screams that that definitely cranked the the volumes all right. the way up. Well, and to give more context to the listeners, we were at a friend's house um, Halloween weekend who he had like a set of karaoke mics. And so he let Jake play with them. And Jake, the the thing he enjoyed about them was like screaming into them and like being as loud as physically possible, like ear shattering 
loud. And so when he, well, for one, he asked to do the podcast. He was super stoked about it. And so, but then we found out through that process that he was excited about it because he thought he was going to be able to scream into the microphone as loud as possible. And because we can, we can do volume control and weren't letting that happen, that led to a full-blown meltdown. <laughs> and he also was really enjoying just shoving the whole microphone into in his, his mouth. mouth. Mm-hmm. And on these, we have these, these uh, puffs on them. I don't know what these things are actually called, but he can't actually fit the whole microphone in his mouth. <laughs> he was quite disappointed. And he he bit it once and we shut that down. Speaking of his little podcast, uh, at the beginning of this, so he we were talking about Santa. And so most of the people listening should know this, but I, so I was raised to not believe, well, firstly, if you have any children with you just stop the podcast now have them leave the room right ask them to leave uh if they're gone continue listening this is not children approved material right um so anyway my siblings and i we were not raised on santa and so we we were told at a very young age like this guy's not real but this is just like a fun tradition we just were not santa a santa family and so when you and i got married and started thinking about having a family that was we i mean that was a pretty easy thing that we both agreed upon is like look we can like have fun at Christmas and do everything, but we're not going to do the whole. Yeah, we Santa don't need Santa. Hat is giving you gifts thing, and so we've been really open to him about that, especially because I mean, what kid doesn't love Christmas time? And so we talk about it a lot, and yada yada yada. But I noticed last year, he just was like obsessed with Christmas stuff and obsessed with Santa, and I just thought it was just because that was the first Christmas he could readily recognize what was going on. Fast forward to like last week when like now stores are putting up Christmas stuff. We were walking to Central Market over the weekend and he was like, mommy, mommy, is Santa here? And I looked at him and I was like, buddy, like, you know, you know, Santa's not real, right? And before you all start like coming at me, like this is a conversation we've had before. Like we multiple times, right? We've talked about this openly. And he looked at me. He was like, no, mom. The real Santa's out. Like, basically, like, this isn't the real Santa. This is the fake Santa. The real Santa is somewhere else. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'm not going to push it. And then we went to the, um, like, the lighting of the Christmas tree ceremony at the Arboretum. Was that last night? Last night. Last night. And that's when they, I don't know if you've been to the Arboretum, but they have, like, Santa's Village and all, like, a ton of Christmas stuff. And we went to Santa's Village. And lo and behold, there was, like, a live Santa there. And so I was like, do you want to go see Santa? Not, I mean, I didn't know how much (laughs) he would care. And he didn't want to like get in the line to go see Santa. But like we walked by it to where he could like, and I pointed through the window of the house where he was. And Jake looked at him and this smile creeped over his face. And he just whispered to himself, Santa is real. And it was like the hat. And now I feel terrible about it because like, because now he like is a true believer in santa so i guess we're a santa family now (laughs) that was not the plan going into this but now i would just feel terrible bursting that sweet little bubble i think that we're gonna have to though because when people start talking about all the gifts that santa brought him what is jake gonna think when santa doesn't bring him any gifts at our house at any house because santa doesn't bring him gifts. here's the thing he's three he hasn't put those pieces together yet so I we can cry. I mean I'm perfectly okay with him thinking Santa is fake. So I that, yeah, like, it's just one of those. You can things. be the person to burst that bubble. I don't want to be the person to burst that bubble, but we'll see. Do you have any fun holiday traditions? 
fun holiday traditions. I was thinking the other time we were talking about about the Christmas Eve party that my family would go to. And I was just now realizing that Aunt Ronnie and Uncle Jeff, the thing that I would always have was, the thing I would always eat that was there was this massive tray of shrimp. And I swear, gotta be like 500 shrimp, something insane. And I was thinking about how much fun that was, just sitting there eating shrimp with the cocktail sauce. And now looking back on it, when I know how much shrimp costs, I'm thinking like it's expensive to throw holidays, like any type of get together, Christmas party, Thanksgiving, any of it. That's expensive. That's not a fun holiday tradition. I know that was your question. I just politicianed you. Here's what I think. I think that and maybe it's just, I'm not a shrimp fan. That's far, I mean, how much shrimp did you, that's just, like, I don't even like, I like shrimp, but I like fried shrimp. So like the cocktail shrimp, I could not eat more than one of those. And they're cold, typically. That just does not sound like a fun Christmas to me. I love them. That's so they're funny. delicious. And there was other stuff as well at the at the Christmas Eve party. Right, but you just sat in a corner eating shrimp. N- no, I <laughs> <laughs> it's just me sitting in the corner dipping my no no there was other stuff and i ate the other stuff but the shrimp was the thing that looking back on it that tray of shrimp on its own had to have been over a hundred dollars every year always there shrimp endless shrimp but hey it's a hundred dollars a year for like your favorite christmas memory it's a small price to pay it's true. It's true. So what about you? What are your happy holiday traditions? So one of my favorite things about Christmas um, growing up is we would play this game. I mean, it's white it's white elephant, but we called it Dirty Santa. And so like the whole point was to bring like a gag gift. And over the years, especially as us kids got older, it became this like annual competition of who could bring like the most ridiculous like crazy gift and like we would like spend all year like trying to figure out what like I got a gift like six months early at that point and like one year my uncle packed up a bottle of Adderall and that was <laughs> one of the gifts and then there was like some uh adult rated items and again like there are children at the, like no, the adults did not care it was just like whatever goes whatever it gets the most shock value like wins the day and that was always kind of fun to me not kind of that was my favorite part but no one likes to do Dirty Santa anymore because people like gifts. But I'm all like, yeah, who cares? I, I like the shock value. I totally, I totally hear you on that. And that was one of the things that I never really liked about white elephants at at any like holiday party. Well, I'm just getting I keep cluttered. saying holiday party. These were all Christmas parties. Right. And those those gifts in the white elephant were never good. So we would end up with trash. Yeah, we would hold on to those for the next year to put them back into the white elephant. And every year we get more. So we ended up with a like a normal box full of these white elephant gifts that I I think we just threw them out, didn't we? No, I think they're still in a box up in the attic. Okay, well, eventually they're just going to get thrown out. But it sounded like there's this new game, one I've never heard of, called Three Favorites. You were talking about it earlier. Is this like you wanting me to explain the game? (laughs) So my understanding of the game is that you bring three items, the same item, 
your favorite item and then everybody does that and everybody just gets to go and pick pick the items similar where you draw numbers and you have an what's, order to what's it what's funny to me is that you for a living talk and that was probably the worst explanation of how to play a game yeah but it's because the game is so confusing it's really not you pick <laughs> like for example say like i really love this candle i'm gonna get three individual candles and bring them to the party and then everyone puts their three individual items on a table and then you draw numbers just like white elephant and then you take turns and so like if i'm number one i get to pick one of the items from the table and so since i brought three candles i get to take three items off of the table to take home with me so it's like a swap so here's a dumb question do you wrap these items no unwrapped unwrapped that's not a dumb question that was a good question okay here's another dumb question is there any stealing involved no stealing this is supposed to be a fun game i will say this when i looked up the rules Every single website that like explained it was like, have all the girls over for a favorite things party. So this is like a, and not to gender stereotype, but this is not like, a, I'm going to steal your candle away from you kind of a thing. So what I'm hearing you say is that I should bring three knives. It could get interesting. I think everyone's trying to make, I don't know, you know, Christmas for fun, which is fun. It's Christmas. Why yeah. don't we got to make it more fun? We got to make it more fun. Right. We need endless shrimp. We need 17 favorite things we need popcorn candy <laughs> popcorn I, like, I didn't realize popcorn was so exciting you know what i haven't seen yet hmm. candied apples i haven't What's seen any of those in the store yet i i honestly haven't seen a candied apple in years i see i've seen like the chocolate covered apples at central market but yeah. i have not seen a candied apple yeah you're right candied apples gross Chocolate covered apples or caramel covered apples, delicious. Is candied apples not caramel apples? Is it like a candy? Shell? I have I have had a hard candy shell covered apple before. Like the shell of an M M&M and M over an apple? No, 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 no. Like hard candy. Ew. It was disgusting. Why would you? That doesn't even. How do you? I have no that? idea. I tried and I think I got hurt. You know what is similarly. Disgusting, if not worse. Tell me. Fruitcake. What actually are those like fluorescent colored candied fruit in that fruitcake? That's just They're what green. I want. Is it real? Is it a candy at that point? Or is it an actual fruit that they have deformed so much that it looks like it could be some form of hazardous waste? Well, I think it's just the green, the green colored equivalent of a marchino cherry. So I don't think it's a cherry. I think it's... Is it not a cherry? Maybe it is a cherry. And do people... Marchino actually, cherries are, are actual cherries. Right, right, right. I just didn't know if the green thing was a cherry. I don't remember. So it's like cherry bread? Who buys I think, these? Who eats them? I think we're going to have to get one and do a live tasting on the podcast. <laughs> Again, because no one can see us. It'll be a the shortest podcast ever. We'll try it. We'll say, okay, we're done. This is too much. Have you ever had, I don't, I can't, I don't know the name of it, but I see them everywhere, especially around the holidays, but it's another type of like cake, but it looks more like a bunt cake and it comes like wrapped in like Oh a, yeah, the pantanine or something, pantanine. It starts with like a P, yeah. What are those? 
Are they better than the fruitcake? Because they're like they very are. Expensive. They're good. They're good. I like those. They have chocolate in are them. Are they just like a pound cake? Let's look them up. Pantatone. Panatone cake. Here we go. The Legend of Pantatoni. This is an article on Italy.com. Right. I knew Italy had this a is a This is a store in North Park Mall. Once upon a time, the world did not yet know Pantanine. This is on the Italy. The traditional Italian cake that we eagerly anticipate every holiday season. Although its origins are not certain, we love this sweet creation legend. That's on the okay. Eagley website. Yeah, they've got a whole blog post about it. Well, they there's like started like a hundred dollars a pop. They're very expensive at Eagley. They can get very expensive. Why? So, but what makes them so pricey? Is there gold inside, like gold foil? The creation story for this cake or legend, as Eagley puts it, started. One winter in the 15th century, the Duke of Milano, Ludovico il Moro, threw a magnificent Christmas Eve feast for all his royal court. And the head pastry chef was in a forbidden romance with the nobleman's beautiful wife, stole a kiss, at some point burnt something, and next thing you know, a cake was born. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is the cake a euphemism for a child no he um let's see the pastry chef admitted that it was the pan de tony or tony's bread who's tony i guess that was the head pastry chef but what who how is he in the story what did he do he was the one having this forbidden romance oh, I thought the duke of milan or whatever it was no no it, it was the pastry chef Wait, having then, a forbidden romance burned the init- the original dessert and instead made this wait 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 so we're paying a hundred dollars for a burnt cake no 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 the burnt cake was what he had to throw out which was apparently something that had been resting for three days and then he made this this bread. This is a dumb story. I don't like it I want to know, like, an actual historical reason for this cake to exist and be so so expensive. here's what it is. It is basically a sugary bread with citrus and raisins in a round pan, which gives it that round shape. Have you ever heard of fairy bread? Fairy bread? Right. Go ahead and Google it because I'm not going to get it right, but it's something that they do in the UK, maybe Australia, but it's just, like, Wonder Bread and I want to say butter and then like sprinkles and that's it. And it's like a thing. Kind of like a, like a fluffernutter over here. Like there's this fairy bread. Sliced white bread with butter or margarine and covered with hundreds and thousands. Of sprinkles. Oh no, it just has in quotes hundreds and thousands. It looks like sprinkles. It's sprinkles. That's what they call sprinkles is hundreds and thousands? Often served at children's parties in Australia and New Zealand. It is typically cut into triangles. Wait, 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 wait. Go back to this fact that they don't say sprinkles. This is on Wikipedia. What is hundreds and thousands? It's non-Pirellis are decorative confectionery of tiny balls made with sugar and starch. So it's not sprinkles. It's the little ball sprinkles. Those are called hundreds and thousands? I think that is... What they're talking about. 
That that is what they're talking about. Let me tell you though, could you imagine if next year at Jake's birthday party, I'm like, you know what, y'all, so sorry. Don't have any cupcakes. Here's this fairy bread. That's the cheap. Let's do that. That will be the cheapest alternative. Fairy bread for everybody. You just get a thing of Wonder Bread, some cheap butter, and like a ton of sprinkles from Walmart. And like, there you go. Boom. But it, but it has to be hundreds the little balls. Okay, we can. So it's called hundreds and thousands in Australia and the UK. And. They're called yummies in Canada. And the sprinkles here are called little balls. <laughs> <laughs> here they're just called little balls. Little sugar balls. <laughs> Wait, so what's called yummies? The fairy bread or the balls? <laughs> <laughs> the balls. Okay. Canada calls their balls yummies. <laughs> they're little candy balls. <laughs> just sugar and starch. This started out as a kid's show, and it's very quickly turning <laughs> but, into the opposite. But we made sure everybody understood very early, <laughs> your kids need to go to bed. <laughs> this is Allie and Joe ruin Christmas <laughs> and cake and all of your favorite holiday foods. <laughs> <laughs> and introduce you to a hundred shrimp. Shrimp <laughs> off the table. Pantanine off the table. I, I Fairy guess balls done. I guess it's actually pronounced pantatoni. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? Fruitcake. Out of here. No, fruitcake. Yeah, fruitcake's gone. Gross. What What other terrible foods do we have oh, during I, the back holidays? Up. What do you think fairy bread tastes like? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to know. It would because like just like, walk with me. I'm gonna do like I'm just gonna. Like close your eyes if you're driving, keep your eyes open. But <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so like Wonder Bread, like super squishy, right? Butter, kind of slimy depending on how you eat it. Slimy. <laughs> well, what? Know, on, okay. What are you eating? Okay, okay. <laughs> Not okay. Not slimy, but like butter <laughs> on squishy Wonder Bread, and then super crunchy hundreds and thousands. I don't think I like that texture. Here's what I'm imagining. You just. You take this bite of something that gets stuck to the roof of your mouth. <laughs> With sprinkle balls. And you got a bunch of like crunches that are sugary, but it's just like this hard crunching the see, whole time. See, this is what I'm imagining. I'm imagining like a p- table of like 12 toddlers and you hand them fairy bread. You know those sprinkles are going to be everywhere there's no way those sprinkles get in those kids mouths so here's the real question how much butter do they have to use? Is, it, is that the only that's the sole purpose of the butter is to pour the sprinkles on and then do you like squish them down? like if i'm if i'm being a parent i am pushing that i am taking it to the to the sink i am flipping it upside down <laughs> shaking off any loose sprinkles and then i am taking it back this to is- it's not COVID safe. That's what I'm doing with all of them. But neither is blowing out your candles. So, you know, yellow. Yeah, blowing out your candles. Why do we still do that? Because it's fun. You know what? Better question. Why do we do that at all? Ooh, that is a good question. Look that one up. Why don't we just... Yeah. Why do we blow out candles? I guess it's to prepare you for when you start a fire when you're older <laughs> on accident. Now you've been training your whole life. To blow this fire out. Except if you blew with your mouth, you may fan the flame. So another reason why your kids should not be listening to this podcast right now. Joe gave bad pyro advice. Why do we 
blow out candles on a birthday cake. The first one is the Greek theory, which says that the tradition of blowing candles on birthdays is connected to the ancient practice of lighting the candles in order to worship the birth of the goddess Artemides. Birthdays canceled. <laughs> it's a secular holiday. <laughs> birthday cakes. Well, the birthday cake's fine. Birthday candles. Goodbye. But it is funny how like something that was like very culture specific is now like that's one of the few things that I feel like is done worldwide, you know, maybe not on the fairy bread, but I don't know. Jury's still out. I got to taste it first. I think we need to come up with a new name, though. Like, let's call it hundreds and thousands of yummies. (laughs) Or let's call it the yummy trap. Or maybe we could call it yummy balls. I was going to call it B cubed. That's dumb. Butter, (laughs) balls, and bread. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's funny now. (laughs) Or buttered bread balls. (laughs) Anywho, last week we were like, hey, first person to contact us gets to be a guest. So that person is Eric. We won't say your last name out of. Uh, safety. Yep. So anybody, anybody named Maybe Eric, Eric. Give, show up at our house and you can record a podcast. Right, but here's the thing. We forgot to mention this last time. There is an expiration date on this. So you have to co- schedule and contact us or contact and schedule with us prior to Christmas and get on this podcast. Yeah. Boom. So get on it. Get on Clocks it. Clocks ticking. Okay, well. Well, I hope you all enjoyed Jake's appearance on the podcast. I think we'll make this a... That'll be the last time. <laughs> I think this will be an annual tradition. We'll try again next year. We'll see how we, if, and, if we burst the Santa bubble. And then we'll try again the year after that. And maybe one day when he's like 10 or 20 or 30, he'll he'll be able to be, able to be on the podcast. And with that, I think we're going we're gonna to call it a podcast. So, but here we're going to go. Bye-bye.